Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. My guest this week is an alt-rock artist and a budding producer, the true definition of fiery feminism, and her debut EP has over 20,000 streams on Spotify. Please welcome the absolutely incomparable Pink Fizz. Hello. Hiya. Thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, your new single, uh, 318, is on heavy rotation in this house. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. So tell me if you could collaborate with any musician, living or dead, who would you pick? Um, I'd probably say. Just because she's like one of my biggest like inspirations, Haley Williams out of um, Paramore, because I just think she's so cool. And oh my god, if I got to work with her, that would be amazing. Describe your latest project using only one word. I would probably say maybe taboo, because it's quite um, the whole like meaning behind it is having kind of feelings for someone you maybe shouldn't have so it's like kind of secretive and taboo I think is the right word for it who is an artist that if they popped into this zoom right now and said I need you to go on tour with me who are you dropping everything for oh my god um well I'm completely in love with Billie Eilish so definitely Billie Eilish even though it would be quite a weird mix, you know, Pink Fizz and Billie Eilish, but I would literally, like, cut off my hands for Billie Eilish. So I would definitely, if she was like, come on tour with me, I'd be like, yes, of course, I'll make it work somehow. If you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? Probably make it less intimidating for women. And by that, I mean... When I think of industry, it's not just like performers, it's behind the scenes as well. I think definitely behind the scenes is quite um, intimidating if you're a lady. And it's very, because it's very male dominated. It's not necessarily like you'll get completely hated. It's just quite scary to come into. 
What's a venue that you would give anything to perform in? Um, God, there's quite a lot, actually. Um, I live very close to Wembley Stadium. That's a pretty, that's a pretty cool venue, but also like Madison Square Garden. That's, that would be like a dream come true. What do you think is your worst habit during the songwriting process? I think I do have quite big, like quite a big problem with getting feedback before like the song's ready. What I kind of do is I'll be like, no, no one can hear it until it's ready. I'm not ready to show it until it's perfect. And then when it is in my mind perfect and people give me feedback, sometimes it's too late, like I've gone too far. So it's like, I need to actually be a bit more confident and be like, oh, this is a rough draft, listen to it, instead of just trying to fix everything by myself. What's what's a song that anytime you hear it on like the radio or streaming, you go, damn, I wish I wrote that? Serotonin by Girl in Red is such a good song. And I remember when I heard it and like listened to the lyrics, I was like, that's exactly what like I think when it comes to like mental health and that I was like that just describes like everything I'm feeling I wish like I wrote that because it just encapsulates everything so well describe your perfect day depends what kind of day because some days are like good like spa days and relaxing days but like perfect days will probably be when I'm actually out um probably perfectly I would wake up quite late <laughs> have a lion um probably do stuff in the evening go to a gig go and watch a gig rather than performing because then I'm like can relax more <laughs> and actually enjoy watching other people um stay out late have a few drinks party with my friends it's probably the perfect day What's a song lyric, yours or someone else's, uh, that's always stuck with you? There's a Claro song called Airwife, and there's a lyric in it. It goes, um, swear I could have done it if you weren't there when I hit the floor. And when I heard that for the first time, I was like, oh, my God, like, that is so hard hitting. I was like, wow, that's deep. That's so, both so good. Like, the song in general is really good as well. What's your favorite cuss word? Oh, probably fuck. <laughs> a little like Miranda Postgrove moment. <laughs> Describe your music using only colors. Um, obviously pink, because pink fizz. But um my music, like I kind of have a color scheme for my music when I hear it. It's like definitely pink, definitely purple. I would also say red and black in there a little bit, but Pink and purple are like the main colors for my music, I think. So let's say hypothetically that you're putting together a super group and you're the lead singer. Who are the other members? That's such a good question. Um, I would definitely have Joan Jett on guitar because she is iconic. So cool. Um, I know he doesn't really like drum as much now but Dave Grohl I would have on drums because he's like his drums are amazing I think he's actually such an incredible drummer um and bass there's 
this woman, Milky Way. She's in a band called Wargasm, and she's so, so sick. Like, I've seen her perform, and she's just incredible. So I'd have her on bass as well. What's a song that you've written that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack? I think actually a song that isn't out yet. There's a song I wrote um, called Runaway Car. It's actually based on a film. It's based on Thelma and Louise. So, like, in my head, those kind of come together because it's actually written about a film, so it makes sense that it could be in a film. So So this uh, next question is kind of a choose-your-own-adventure type thing. Uh, I've got three of the most cliche questions that all musicians get asked in interviews, and uh, I will let you pick the one that you would like to answer. Your choices are, who are your influences, what got you started in music, or what is your creative process like? Probably what got me started in music, and that was, it was actually my dad. Um, We used to, like, I remember when I was very little, uh, we used to listen to a lot of blues and um, rock together, a lot of guitar stuff, because the first instrument I learned was guitar. And I remember watching him. He's not actually like a musician. He doesn't play anymore. But he used to like enjoy playing guitar as a hobby. And I remember watching him and being like, oh, my God, I want to do that too. So it's kind of like something we did together. Well, we started doing it together. And then I got lessons and got too good for him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and he eventually stopped playing anyway. But he was like the original reason I wanted to learn guitar because I remember seeing him and being like, whoa, that's so cool. I want to be like that and be like all the, because we used to listen to a lot of Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton. I was like, I want to do that. I want to play that. (laughs) Sorry, I just knocked some bit over. So, yeah, it was always really cool. What is your strangest pre-show ritual? I don't do this anymore, but um, when I first started, I used to be in a duo. It was like me and my best friend, and she would sing and play bass, and I would play guitar. Um, We were both really obsessed with Horrible Histories. It's like, do you know Horrible Histories, a TV show? Um, And there was this song on it about King Charles II. It was like the king of bling rap. We used to like... Um, recite that to each other like before we went on stage (laughs) and oh my god I always just found that really funny it would always make me giggle do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer I would say artist just because um I don't know I just don't think entertainer fits completely obviously I do entertain and want to entertain people but I feel like artists just fits what I do better because I am very much um doing stuff on my computer producing it writing everything a lot of behind the scenes work as well as performing so I feel like when I'm on stage performing yes I'm an entertainer but when I'm not doing that I'm an artist how many alarms does it take to get you out of bed in the morning oh my god there aren't enough alarms honestly (laughs) Um, I'll set about like I'll set I think four alarms and then I'll end up snoozing them still so I don't actually know how many alarms go off each morning 
it's too many though. What do you think is the biggest misconception about musicians? I think people assume musicians are like always really, really confident. And that's really not the case. We're all very much riddled with anxiety. We all have so much self-doubt. Like um we all just fake it to be honest. Like there's only like very few musicians that I know that are actually like very confident in themselves like the rest of us just fake it in. what is the moment in your career that you're most proud of I think when I released this new song 318 because it kind of felt like it's it's a weird way to say it but it felt like an actual song because it was the most collaborative project I'd done because normally it's like in my bedroom producing everything writing everything um, but this one, I went into a studio, I worked with a producer, I got someone else to mix and master it. I had a drummer who used real drums, because a lot of the time it's um, synth drums. And so when that came out, I was like, this is like more than what I'm, like my songs usually are. And I was like, wow, this is this is sick. And I was actually really excited to release it. I normally get really um nervous because I'm like I don't know if people will like it but this one I was like I know people will like it I know this is sick if you could start your career over from the minute that you decided to pursue music would you do anything differently oh yeah definitely um I think personally I've always put a lot of pressure on myself to get things out really quickly and oh I have to release things like so soon and I would just I would definitely not rush as many things and perfect them before I release them and take my time with things rather than just going so like trying to prove myself constantly by just bashing everything out there as soon as I have it basically. What keeps you up at night? I don't, <laughs> that's a deep question. <laughs> um, it's a good question though, because I literally at the minute I'm not getting to sleep until like five in the morning. Literally, I have I cannot sleep at the minute. But I, um, it's usually just I can't. I feel like this is the case with a lot of musicians. Like we're all night owls, but I can't seem to like shut my brain off at night. It's just running more than it is during the day like I can be brain dead throughout the whole day as soon as it reaches like night my brain's like oh we should do this and we should do this and you should make a new song and you should work on this it's like not now like why did you choose now to just be active it's kind of a blessing and a curse because if you can power through it and get it done it is quite helpful but um not so good when I've got like uni the next morning at 9am so <laughs> that's always quite painful. <laughs> Would you ever maybe try acting? I don't know I don't think I'd be very good at it <laughs> in all honesty I feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to take it very seriously and I'd just start laughing at myself and everything because you see those interviews with um, people who do like Marvel movies and Star Wars and the behind the scenes where they have all the green screen and like the crazy like 
fake dragons and stuff i don't think i could like actually act i would just be like what is going on this is mad <laughs> yeah i don't think i'd be a very good actor <laughs> so uh tell the folks listening at home and all over the world uh what's what's out from you right now what should we be listening to 318 definitely keep listening to that um i have some new songs on the way coming out very soon so keep posted on that um yeah just keep listening to the songs that are out and i will have more soon and uh where can they get their hands on 318 um all streaming platforms so spotify apple music amazon um i'm pretty sure it's on youtube as well um yeah anywhere and uh where can they follow you on social media um instagram is the best one it is underscore pink fizz underscore and that's pink fizz with one z a lot of times i say pink fizz and people think it's two z's so i always feel the need to clarify it thank you uh so much for taking time out of your day to talk to me i have enjoyed this so much uh I have quickly become a fan of yours. So so this was this was fantastic for me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.